everyone, I'm Amelia and I'm five years old. Hi, I'm Joshua and I'm seven years old. Hey, this is Mommy. What's up, everyone? I'm Daddy. And you're listening to It's Movie Night. And this week we watched Nightbooks. Netflix put out this live action film in 2021. It's rated TVPG, but we'd say it's on the border of PG, PG 13. It has a runtime of one hour and 43 minutes. Some other kid-friendly movies Netflix put out around this time was The Loud House Movie and Red Notice. Girls, what would you say this movie's about? A witch. A witch? Okay. How about you, Zosha? Scary stories. Scary stories. You guys are both exactly right, because this movie is about a boy named Alex who's obsessed with everything horror and also writes scary stories. But when he's taken by an evil witch and forced to write a new scary story every night to stay alive... He devises a plan with another kid that's captured, named Yasmin, to break out. Some familiar faces. Alex is played by Winslow Fegley. He is young Jake Doyle in 8-Bit Christmas and Josh from Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Yasmin is played by Lydia Jewett. Our girls know her as Carrie from the movie Feel the Beat. They love this. It's about a dance teacher. Go watch it if your kids like dance. She's a voice of Sarah in Vivo, and she also plays Angela in the new Exorcist Believer movie. Natasha the Witch is Kristen Ritter. I know her the most as Rory's friend Lucy on Gilmore Girls. But she is also Deanne in Big Eyes and plays Jessica Jones in the Marvel series. The director of this movie is David Yaravesky. He hasn't done anything kid-friendly. He actually made a movie called Brightburn and it's about if Superman was a bad guy. And I do recommend the parents go check it out. And then the producer of this movie, which I don't usually mention, is worth mentioning this time. It is Sam Raimi. He made the iconic Evil Dead franchise, as well as the Army of Darkness movie and the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man films. Amelia, did you learn anything from Nightbooks? Yes. What did you learn? Don't go by scary things. Don't go by scary (laughs) things. I like it. What about you, Zosha? Don't wander off. Don't wander off. So mine kind of goes along with yours, Zosha. I learned don't run from your problems, no matter how much it hurts. It's better to work through it than run into an abandoned apartment like Alex does. Daddy, what about you? My lesson that I learned is just to like what you want. I'm talking specifically to boys right now. I love Batman. We all know that. But it's okay to like things that are specifically marketed towards girls. Like this. Amelia, who's my favorite Disney princess? Tiana. Yeah, that's right, Tiana. And Zosha, what character do I like to do poses with in Disney World? Daisy. That's right, Daisy Duck. And Mommy, what board game do I love to play with the girls? Pretty Pretty Princess. Yes, Pretty Pretty Princess is one of my favorites. And girls, this goes for you as well. I know you like your Barbies and Amelia loves pink, but Zosha, what's your favorite Marvel group? Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. And Amelia, who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? Mikey. Yes, Michelangelo. And Mommy, what would you say majority of your clothing colors are? Black, gray, muted tones of navy. Exactly. So moral of the story is like what you like, love what you want to love, and be yourself. Always a good lesson to take away. So Alex gets lured into this apartment, and that's how he ends up being captured by the witch. And how do they get him? What's a snack in his favorite movie. So he's walking past, and he sees a nice fresh slice of pumpkin pie with some whipped cream on top, and the Lost Boys is playing on the TV. So I want to know... What is the dessert or movie or show that's going to get you to go into that abandoned apartment? Zosha. Andy's Mints and Beauty and the Beast. Oh, all right. That's a good combination. (laughs) Yeah. 
What about you, Amelia? My favorite snack is Oreos, and I'll do for my show is Anya Oh, yes. Oreos are a big favorite in this house, and so is Anya and Elsia. For anybody who doesn't know what that is, it is a YouTube channel called Come Play With Me, where they make different scenarios about the Elsa and Anna families just going about their lives. It's really cool. It helps the girls' imaginations when they're playing Barbies. Mama, what we get you? Ooh, what's going to get me is actually the dessert I had for movie night. We went to this new place by us called Sugar Shack Cookies, and they had a fresh banana pudding, and it was so good. So if I saw one of those out, I'd be like, ooh, don't mind if I do. <laughs> and of course, Gilmore Girls. I watch this show every single day. I knew it, it was that. Why? Because I see you watching it every day. See, even they know. Daddy, what's getting you into that apartment? Baker Square doesn't make these anymore, but it is an Oreo cream pie, and it was so delicious, and I don't know why they stopped, but it would definitely be an Oreo cream pie, and then the movie would probably be something that's Christmas-oriented, so like Jingle All the Way, which is one of my favorites, or like Muppets Christmas Carol, or something along those lines. Especially if they had a Christmas tree set up, you and I would be like, ooh, it's time for a couch nap by the glow of the Christmas tree. Absolutely. (laughs) Daddy, who is your favorite character? Honestly, this is kind of like Corpse Ride, where there wasn't a lot of characters to choose from. No, it was a very small cast. But these characters you do spend more time with. So I was able to relate more to Alex. We have similar interests in horror and scary things, so I really related to his character. His character just had a lot of growth through the story, and I liked that he was a good friend, ready to take the punishment for somebody else. So, yeah, Alex is just a great person all around. How about you, Zosha? Who is your favorite character? I like Lenore. Who's Lenore? The naked cat. The naked cat. Who did Lenore belong to? Natasha the witch. Yes, that's right. I like the cat too because she turns inside invisible. She does turn inside invisible. Yeah, it's really cool and she even becomes a good friend. She does. And you'll just have to watch the movie to find out why and how she becomes a good friend. Mommy, who is your favorite? So my favorite, I'm going to go with Yasmeen, just because I can relate with a tryhard. She enjoys school and experiments, and I did too, and I got labeled a teacher's pet. But hey, you like what you like. School is fun, kids. Like we had said, Alex is a storyteller, but decided he wants to stop because other kids think he's weird. Girls, what's something that you love to do, but even if kids made fun of you, you wouldn't care and you would still do it? Amelia? Liking cats. Liking cats, yeah, I can see that. I can tell you right now that you're going to come across a lot of people who are going to say they're dog people, and you got to be like, you're wrong. That's fine. I'm still a cat person. Are you going to do that? Yes. I want all the kitties. I don't doubt this. We're going to go to Yaz's house one day when she's all grown up, and she's going to be the crazy cat lady, with or without a family. We'll find out. (laughs) How about you, Zosha? What are you going to keep doing even if people think it's weird? Playing dolls. Playing dolls? Okay. You guys do have giant imaginations when you play dolls. Yeah, we just got new luggage, too. Ooh, where are they going on vacation? Camp. Oh, what kind of camp? Just hanging out in the woods. All right. Nice summer adventure. So, Daddy, our girls have been lucky enough to not experience this, but what is something weird about you that you got picked on for but still never changed anything about it? So I didn't get picked on for it so much in high school, but I did wear girl jeans because skinny jeans weren't a thing for guys back then. Yeah. So when skinny jeans became a thing and I purchased them, I still continued that into my union days 
And a lot of guys were like, why are you wearing those skinny jeans? That looks weird. Why, you know, and I wouldn't care. I'm like, because I can stretch further. I could bend down more and I'm not going to worry about them ripping. So don't even worry about it. And I still defend myself to this day by guys who are just closed minded and don't want to try them out. So I think I am nearing that age where I probably should get rid of the skinny jeans, but I still like them. So you, you've morphed into the slim cuts. Yes, I have morphed into there, the slim yeah, cuts. Yeah, you and I will never wear boot cut jeans. Are you kidding me? It's not going to happen. No, we will forever have a t- a, just a taste of emo to us until, <laughs> until we go down. Exactly. How about you? What's something that you got picked on that you wouldn't change? Honestly, just my personality in general, and that sounds like horrible in a way, but it's not. I was very much a tomboy. I still am. I love comics, movies. I love to eat. I will eat anything and everything. I like sweets. I don't watch my diet like, you know, some girls my age typically did. I just didn't care about any of that. I was I was different. I hung out with the boys. I didn't have many girlfriends, but that didn't change anything about me because... I am who I am. I like being me and going shopping and doing girly things is just never going to make me happy. And that's the part of you that I fell in love with. So it all worked out for everybody. It did work out for everybody. (laughs) Be yourself and you'll find your person. What's everyone's favorite scene? Mommy, you start us off. I really enjoy when Alex sees the library in the apartment for the first time. Mm. It mirrors when Belle sees the library in the castle for me and Beauty and the Beast. And even though they're both being held captive, they find joy because at least they're surrounded by something they love. Books. That is a cool scene. That library is gigantic. How it's in an apartment? No idea, but it's a movie, so I'll accept it. I take it like a Harry Potter tent. Like, you just walk in there and it's it's magic anyways. It's whatever you want it to be. Yep. What about you, Amelia? What was your favorite part? I like when the cat disappeared and and then he pooped on Alex's sandwich. Oh, this scene is gross, but funny. This is my favorite part, too. Oh, yeah? Why do you like this part? Because it just looks like floating poop, and then the cat appears. Yeah, it's a funny scene. Just Alex sitting there eating a sandwich. Could you imagine if you were just eating your sandwich at school, and a poop started coming into your face? Yeah, that would be crazy. (laughs) It would be. It would be gross. It would be very gross. What was yours, Daddy? So I'm going to cheat just a tiny bit here. I like the scenes where Alex is telling Natasha, the witch, his scary stories. There's technically three of these scenes, but there's only two of them where the style of the movie changes. And it's like a film grain with giant letters for the titles. And they really use reds, blacks, and grays. It's just so creepy. And I love the way that they're told. It looks like a vintage like horror cutaway. Yeah, you can definitely see the inspiration of Sam Raimi coming in through these scenes. And I think horror fans will really appreciate it. I agree. So the villain of this movie came out of an old storybook. What is a character from a story or a movie that you would not want to come into our world? Amelia. Joker. From Batman? Yes. What? That's a good pick. I like it a lot. I also would not like the Joker to come into our real world. It would be really bad. It would be really bad because he is just all about chaos and not doing great things to people. No, he's not good at all. What about you, Daddy? I wouldn't want Dracula to come into the real world. He hypnotizes people and wants to turn everyone into vampires. Now, I would like to believe that I'd be a more friendly vampire, maybe like the ones from What We Do in the Shadows. (laughs) That'd be a good time. But uh, Dracula would be bad for everyone in the world. How about you, Zosha? What character would you not want in the real world? Voldemort. 
Voldemort. Wow, that's a good pick too. Why wouldn't you want Voldemort here? Because he would cast a spell on people. Yeah. Do you remember the spell he uses? Avada Kedavra. As very close, Zosha. It's Avada Kedavra. And no, no one should ever use that spell. It's very bad. <laughs> How about you, Mommy? What kind of character would you not want to be here? I do not want Pennywise from It Ooh. by Stephen King anywhere near me. I do not like clowns. I am not about this at all. So, yeah, if I ever saw a killer clown on the streets, nope. You're going to see me go in the opposite way. We got two clowns from this group, so good picks, guys. Yeah. Listen, they are just scary things. Anybody who gets their kids clowns for their birthday parties, I think they're insane. I don't mind clowns, but whatever. Yeah, it's because, I don't know, you scary. So, parents, this was my second time watching this movie. We were trying to ramp up the spookiness for our picks for all of you, and I think we did a good job. Also, I wanted to mention that this movie is based off a book series that came out in 2019. So if you'd like to compare the movie to the book, hit up your local library and check those out. Some positives. This entire movie is basically a lesson in self-acceptance disguised as a mystery in a horror film. So I applaud the filmmakers for showing us many times that Alex is having a battle within himself of loving something so much but not being able to let it go. Another thing that I really like is that this is a family horror film that's unlike any other. We get a real story with character development and lessons, and we also get some real horror elements for the entire family to like. Or so I hope. We'll find out in a minute here. Some negatives? We watched this with one of Zosha's friends, and after pausing halfway through for our intermission, she asked, do we have to watch the whole thing? So the first half might drag on for some kids since it has more of a mystery element to it. I will also say that when Natasha the Witch talks, she puts a pause between almost every single word she says and it sounds more menacing, but in your mind you're just yelling, spit it out already. As for an age recommendation, I think 7 and up will like this movie, but like I said before, they might think it's a drag in the first half. So I'm going to lean more towards a 9 and up for my age recommendation. I think those ages will appreciate everything the movie has to offer a little bit more. Some parental guidance, language is very close to clean. Violence-wise, the kids in the movie are tormented by a witch, shredder bugs, an angry cat, and more. Alex does get hurt battling the shredder bug, but it's nothing more than a thicker cut. I'd say the worst of it all is when the witch has them in a Darth Vader-style chokehold. Girls, was there anything scary about this movie? When the shredder bug was in the egg, and then it popped out of its egg. Yeah, so they were supposed to smash them and destroy them, but one of them escapes. And it is a scary-looking bug. I agree. It's very scary. Zosha, did you think anything was scary? No. No? All right. I, I beg to differ with that. Yeah, so, very brave. So, parents, there are definitely many things that could be scary. Nightbooks does a great job at introducing horror elements to kids. Like at the very beginning, when the elevator doors open and the hall is dim and empty, it gives Tower of Terror vibes, and you instantly say, nope. Don't get out of that elevator, Alex. Don't do it. All of the elevator scenes are terrifying in general, honestly. Everything I mentioned in violence can fall into this category as well. There's anxiety and fear mixed into the two main characters' actions almost the entire film. What's going to take the cake? The character at the end. They are creepy, scary, and eat children. The entire time it was on the screen, the girls were glued to us. So yeah, Zosha, I think you were a little scared there for a while. Maybe. All right, all right. Some grown-up stuff. It's honestly more grown-up kid stuff rather than grown-up issues. 
Alex gets made fun of for loving horror and writing scary stories. He experiences loneliness, bullying, and self-pity. Alex doesn't want to be himself if it means losing friends. It's a situation that unfortunately many kids go through, and it's sad. Hopefully this movie can teach kids to be themselves, and the right people will come along to accept you as you. Those will be your true friends. So Rotten Tomato critics have this movie at an 88%, which is a thumbs up. That's pretty high. Audiences have it at a 58%, which is a thumbs middle. Let's see how it holds up in our house. Zosha, do you give Nightbooks a thumbs up, a thumbs middle, or a thumbs down? Thumbs middle. Thumbs middle? Okay. How about you, Amelia? Thumbs middle. Thumbs middle. Mommy? I'm going thumbs middle. It's not a great movie, but it is a good movie, especially for adolescents who are trying to get into scary movies, but they know, ooh, you know, I'm not going to go right into watching Boogeyman because I'm not going to sleep for a week. But when you're that range from 9 to 12 and you're not looking to watch Coco for your Halloween movie because you feel that it's too babyish, even though Coco's awesome, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a great movie for it because it makes you feel a little bit more grown up when you're watching it because of all those horror elements we talked about, but you're not jumping into things that are going to keep you up for two weeks straight. I agree. What about you, Daddy? What do you give this? Thumbs up, thumbs middle, or thumbs down? I'm going to go thumbs middle. I absolutely did not hate this movie, but I absolutely did not love this movie. And I would look forward to a sequel if they wanted to make a sequel of this as well. Yes, they did leave it open to a potential sequel. So I know there's two books, so I'd be interested to see if they do end up making another one. Absolutely. So this is the third of our fourth Halloween episodes. On a scale of one to ten girls, one being not scary at all and ten being super scary, how would you rank night books? Zosha. Five. A five. Okay. We're ramping up here. Amelia? Five. Five. All right. All right. Daddy, what are you giving it? I'm probably going to go with a six and a half on this one. All right. I think it's pretty spooky. How about you, Mommy? For kids, I would go six for sure. Six? Yes. I like it. So if any of you would like to add Nightbooks to your movie night list, it is currently available on Netflix. And after watching, let us know if you give it thumbs up, thumbs middle, or thumbs down. And when you want to let us know what you think about the movie, please find us on social media. We like to post pictures of us on our movie nights, letting you know what snacks and sweets we're eating. We post a dad joke as well as a sneak peek clip theme to the episode coming out that week. It's a fun place to hang out. Our Facebook is It's Movie Night, and our Instagram is It's Movie Night Pod. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another movie night. Bye! Bye.